Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode eight of season one of Transformers Animated. It is NanoSec. This episode was written by Marty Eisenberg, who introduced us to this series. And the last time on Transformers Animated, a new Decepticon, who insists he's not a Decepticon, shows up in Detroit and triggers Ratchet's PTSD. <laughs> and in this episode, fireworks over Detroit. Cue the Disney music. Yep, it's the 4th of July, I guess, and some wacky-looking dude in a black sports coat and purple shirt. Very tasteful. He's making off with a sack full of loot. This wacky-looking dude, Paul, is Vance the Daunt. <laughs> Not really, but he is to me. Okay. Uh, yeah, the police drones, they corner him, but uh, he evades detection by jumping onto one of their heads, and they're like, oh, suspect has escaped. <laughs> like, with the stupidity oh of the police bots in this city, crime should be rampant you would think. in New Detroit. <laughs> uh, but he finds a running car that we recognize as Bumblebee, and he's like, oh, hey, I should get out of here. Oh, um, it's uh, Brian... Poison? Poisson? I'm getting Poisson, that name wrong. I think, maybe. Yeah. yeah. He, dear listener, he's one of those character actors that as soon as you see his picture, you're like, I've seen him in stuff. But <laughs> you don't know what the stuff is until you've seen him. Anyway, he does a good voice for this version of Vaunts the Dance. But um, he gets in this running car, and it's Bumblebee who kind of turns into a cat playing with its food. Well, yeah, because uh, because Bumblebee's in a good mood, he's going to let the criminal have a head start so he can chase him. And like, man, that's... Fucking arachnid shit. That's not something an Autobot would do. Yeah, no, you're very, you're very much right. Uh, and then Bulkhead shows up because uh, Vaughn's kind of runs, uh, you know, runs left, runs right. Bumblebee stops him. Uh, then Bulk is there, and Bumblebee and Bulk start to argue. Vaughn tries to run, and Bulkhead, not Bumblebee, smashes <laughs> his uh, wrecking ball into the pier they're on, and the whole thing collapses. Mm -hmm. And they all fall in the water and drown. And the end. Oh yeah. But uh, no, no, this guy's hanging on by a broken board. But just as it's Snaps, Optimus reaches down and grabs him, and he's busted. And then we go back to Megatron. Sumdak is trying to build... He's literally trying to, like, spot weld a little cyber... Like, a cybernetic arm, and it falls to shit. Yeah, Megatron's like, I could have told you that wouldn't work. And he's like, oh, I can't get used to you being able to talk. And Megatron's like, I can't get used to all these shitty parts you're hooking me up to. And he's like, <laughs> I need components made out of dystronium. And Dr. Sumdak's like, dystronium? And they do the whole bit from Back to the Future. It's like, oh, plutonium, I'm sure where you come from it's available in every drugstore or whatever he says but uh apparently there's it's pretty hard to come by and then megatron says great scott <laughs> but we then go back to optimus hq and optimus is scolding bumblebee for the problem at the pier and it was bulkhead like i know bumblebee was kind of an erratic dick yeah but it, whatever it was bulkhead was because he's like do you enjoy your swim last night well today you're going to be working on using your head instead of your thrusters and now sorry is here and she brought the new prototype her dad built and it's rocket boosters for bumblebee i wouldn't trust some dac to put anything on my body especially <laughs> no. shit that has rocket fuel in it it's like that expression you wouldn't trust him to put together a ball game for two kids. But yeah, not. like Ratchet points out, oh, that stuff's untested. It's incompatible. And uh, Suri's like, they're totally wicked fast, though. <laughs> yeah, but Ratchet will not attach these rockets to Bumblebee. And then we go uh, back to some, the labs and some schmuck is testing out <laughs> what they call the Turbo yeah. Blade Cyber Suit. Yeah. 
<laughs> just flying around this track at a thousand miles an hour. And uh, one of the scientists like uh, gets Dr. Sumdak on the phone. He's like, ah, sir, we had a problem down here. And Dr. Sumdak's like, oh, we'll just send over the details. I'll take a look. And uh, then he just explains to the empty room, or I guess Megatron, that it's a suit that increases human muscle power and speed by a thousand times. And then while keeping that on the screen, Megatron says, get me the Destronium. And he says, oh, no, no, it's on the other side of town and you need to get it here in 10 minutes or it falls apart and nobody is that fast <laughs> drool drool if only there was a way to do it yeah megatron looks at the schematics and now we're in prison and a robot guard comes to the guy we saw before and uh, he says ah your bail's been paid you're free to go and he's like I don't know anybody with that kind of money who paid it. And the guard's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not my job to know. Inside of the the jail and another, like, I guess a, a delivery robot comes up. He's like, hey, take this. And he <laughs> yeah. gets delivered uh, the cybernetic Whipple turbo suit, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. What's it? The turbo blade cyber suit. Yeah. And uh, now the Autobots are zooming down the highway and Prowl tells Bumblebee, slow down and blend in. And Bumblebee's like... Man, if you want to blend in, you're a motorcycle driving itself. Like, yeah. But uh, Prowl just activates a hologram of a police officer driving him. And he kind of looked like the guy that drove Barricade in the 2007 movie, I thought. A little. Kind of. And interestingly enough, his name is Sadie. Uh, <laughs> one thing I did like, which you see later on, is That's what that... she looks like under the helmet. It's actually a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Big mustache. Uh, but... One thing I really did like is this this Sadie actually kind of has the same shape as a face as Prowl almost like the human yeah, version of like the really long face. Yeah. And he t- he moves his lips when Prowl talks. I really like that. Yeah, it was kind of that's cool. clever. But then they get into a traffic jam, but some police cars just drive around it. So Bumblebee puts the light on the roof and heads off. And like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm blending in. Mm. And then we see an orange streak into a bank and out of the bank. And then steal somebody's lunch and just zipping all over the street. And it's Vaughn's the Dance, except now he's called Nanosec because he overheard somebody say that. Yep. They said the name of the episode. <laughs> and the cops show up and he starts running. But then Bumblebee comes around the corner and transforms. And they're both like you again <laughs> yeah uh nanosec doesn't care though he takes off and it looks like he's getting a little tired here bags under the eyes and whatnot and as he's running then prowl encounters him knocks him down with a batarang <laughs> and uh, you know gives his one of these speeches of does great strength does not equal great power does not equal meditation <laughs> yes. and birds flying on the wind with dragons and whatever he's got him trapped under his foot but then the nanosec activates the wheels on the feet of the suit kicks prowl in the shin basically and zooms off but uh bumblebee's right behind him and he's the fastest thing on wheels and no two-bit crook is gonna take that from him but he's not the fastest thing on two wheels because the two-bit crook beats him and bumblebee is gonna try to uh, has to try to cross train tracks and beat the train and i can do it and i can do it i can't do it and he spins out stops on the train track and for some reason isn't going to move, yeah. and the train's barreling down on a commercial break. Yeah. Really? But when we come back, the train just stands on two wheels and stops with like five inches to spare, and it turns out it's because Bulkhead grabbed the other end of it, so like, why would it do that on the front of it if he's pulling from... But doesn't matter. None of the physics made sense there. Yeah, but meanwhile, Nanosec, he's still running away, and suddenly this vision of Megatron appears in front of him, and it megatron's like ah the field test of my gift is successful and nanosec just stops he's like what the fuck was that and then starts off again and megatron appears again and megatron explains you can only see me when you're moving at high speed this was a neat idea i like this it reminds me of i think superman part one like the 
Christopher Reeves movie where Lex Luthor puts transmissions out on all TV screens, but it's at a high frequency so only Superman can hear it. I like this kind of shit. But uh, Megatron needs Nanosec to pick up and deliver a package for him. And as for payment, uh, he shows some Dr. Sumdak's bank card, basically, or his bank account number, any, anything. It'd be funny if they showed him his like bank statement to see what he bought. And it's just like Whole Foods and Whole Foods gas and like 17 phone sex numbers and Whole Foods, Whole Foods, <laughs> new robot for sorry. But yeah, this guy goes to the nearest ATM and he just punches the number in because, of course, that's how that works. And the machine just start shooting money at him. Like, that's, that's not that's, those... that's how ATMs work in the future, Paul. You just punch <laughs> a bunch of numbers and it doesn't come out in a nice pile. It fires it out at you like a gun at a sports game shooting t-shirts but yeah megatron appears on the screen he's like is that enough for now all right here's the details of the plan and you'll get the rest of the money after that and back at optimus hq bumblebee is doing laps and sorry is timing him for what reason (laughs) well he's trying to beat his best time but he just can't do it and then back with nanosec he's in and out of the lab and on his way to the with the can or whatever this stuff was called dystronium was it Dest- and he's tronium he's gonna be this is gonna be the easiest 50 mil he ever made he says like like he made 50 million dollars before but this time it's gonna be easier than that like oh you didn't, okay yo it's actually it's not canon it's kind of backstory but in that sack he had at the very beginning was exactly 50 million dollars uh, worth of beanie babies <laughs> and he was he would have gotten away and but it was hard because he got caught and this is going to be easy back with the autobots bumblebee's trying still trying to get ratchet to install these rocket boosters ratchet still won't do it like not even if megatron forced me at blaster point and then optimus and the others show up and nanosec is here and he's going there and it's time to stop him before him or anyone else he looks right at bumblebee when oh he says God, it yeah. causes any more damage he's really got a hard on for hating bumblebee in this one because he's like everybody we gotta yeah he, he really just shits on bumblebee like you said and i don't know still don't know why and you sh- still should take bumblebee with you to fight this guy you can't catch it's because here's the thing bumblebee starts getting s- sour because oh i can't catch him and what's even the point of me and it dude you're still the fastest autobot if yeah. anyone <laughs> can catch him you can and he's gonna get there eventually but first we need sorry to come in and go how about do we let the key solve all our problems yep there's more than one way to install those boosters and of course it's this fucking key And back with Nanosec, he's sailing along, having a great old time, but then he slips in oil or something and skids to a stop, and it turns out it's something Prime coated the robe with, and he calls it negative friction lubricant. So, like, wouldn't that be like that gel in Portal 2 where you run in it and it makes you go really fast? Like, if it's negative friction? It It would be. Here's my question, or not my question, just my observation, is that it was incredibly convenient that in the middle of the day, this mega freeway in the middle of Detroit doesn't have a single other car on it and likely (laughs) won't for at least a week because I'm guessing that's how long it's going to take road crews to clean this shit up. But yeah, he ties Nanosec up with his grappler thingy, and then Nanosec, though, just runs circles around him, tying him up. But uh, you know, Prime just gets out the axe and cuts the cable. You know, I, I've said a couple times, oh, this is a superhero show, and uh, you know, there was the Robin Hood guy, and then there was Meltdown, and now we have Nanosec. I do like seeing a effectively superhuman take on a Transformer. I'm really yeah. starting to like that. And this is kind of a fun fight. It makes, like, Nanosec can't beat Optimus, but... 
he gets him off guard quite a bit at the beginning. Uh, however, we then go to Bumblebee and Sari, and they take off with the boosters. And this was really fun. I know I don't like Sari, but uh, they're flying down the freeway. And Bumblebee is like, you rock! And she <laughs> like, goes... You rock! And the, they start arguing, no, you rock! No, you rock! But if you pause it at 13 minutes and 50 seconds, the fucking look on Sari's face is just oh, hilarious. Yeah, she's freaking out. It's great. She's good when she's just flat out comedic, you know, relief. But yeah, anyway, fuck that key. Uh, <laughs> however, back to Optimus. He's fighting Vaunts. He grabs him, finally grabs hold of him. There was a neat bit where he just like diced up the, the uh, rope that Vaunts had been using as a whip. Yeah. Sorry, Nanosec. But uh, he grabs Nanosec and is about to, I don't know, smash him into the ground when Bumblebee comes flying out of nowhere and slams into optimus yet yeah, and both he and sorry ask if the other can stop those rocket boosters and just flies right through them but uh nanosec optimus lets go of him and he escapes with the dystronium again yeah he does but more importantly uh bumblebee and sorry can't stop and up ahead the road is going to end and uh, the key won't work so why anyway whatever um commercial break yep and when we come back bumblebee is still about to go over the edge and sari is still screaming but optimus grabs them with his grappler thingy and somehow that doesn't rip prime's arm clean out of the socket but by <laughs> the way bumblebee still can't shut the thing off so we try switching into reverse but all that does is turn the rockets around <laughs> and send them flying backwards at a thousand miles an hour and he looney tunes <laughs> Like Wiley Coyote getting hit by a train <laughs> flattens Optimus. Oh yeah, Optimus is just laid out spread eagle flattened into the highway. It's it's a it's yeah, a good like gag. He's imprinted into the road. Yeah. Uh, so back with the uh, um, nanosec, he gets stopped by Ratchet's magnets, um, and when he does, Ratchet holds him up. His helmet falls off, and he has gotten much older. Mm, he has gray hair now. Yeah. Uh, Ratchet's like, ah ha ha, your boots are made of metal, dipshit, and. He drops the Destronium, and Ratchet right away identifies it and is like, we got to destroy this stuff. Yep, that thing will take out half of Detroit if it blows up, but before they can do anything else, Bumblebee comes flying backwards into them and knocks Nanosec free, and he grabs the can, and off he goes again. I think he even thanks Bumblebee's like, thanks, that was like twice in one day, dipshit. <laughs> yeah, that's two I owe ya. <laughs> yeah, see? And uh, Ratchet then, so Bumblebee, actually, there's this great bit where the, the Autobots are standing in place, and Bumblebee is just zipping around <laughs> them in circles, going, I don't know how to shut it off, I'm sorry. And Ratchet's like, well, why don't you try transforming? So he does, and it works <laughs> hey uh and then the autobots all head after nanosec and as they're driving bumblebee has this realization that oh he's aging uh prowl says something about the suit or maybe ratchet does what's important is they realize the faster he goes the faster he ages mm-hmm. so bumblebee hits the thrusters and off he goes and he gets behind nanosec and blasts him one which causes him to let go of the canister and bumblebee grabs it keeps going like catch me if you can kind of thing why didn't nanosec just make put this shit in his pocket because he's dropped it so much <laughs> but yeah nanosec has to chase uh, bumblebee and as he does he ages and ages and ages and he falls over as an old man and i wish like you know in the last episode where they could have gone really dark with pulling parts out of lockdown yeah i wish they went like full last crusade here you know, when Donovan drinks in the wrong goblet and, ah, and his face ages and he oh, falls apart? Yeah. I wish they had done that, that he just disintegrates. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't. But uh, either way, Ratchet reminds them, you know, this stuff is still going to detonate any nano click now. He says nano click, which I would think is a unit of 
distance and not time. But yeah, Ratchet's like the they only. They already s- used that one. Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Ratchet says the only safe place for this to explode is the upper atmosphere, but uh, they have no way of getting there. But Bumblebee has an idea. Oh, oh, it's also important to point out that now Nanosec has an old man beard because he's an old man. <laughs> yes. He had a clean shaven face the whole episode, but he has an old man beard now down to his knees. <laughs> yeah, this is the scene in the episode where it's teamwork and that's going to make the dream work. And this is kind of neat what they do. Yeah. Prowl holds on to Bumblebee and then stands atop Bulkhead's uh, wrecking ball. Yeah, it's it's just like the the moon rocket where it's all the stage is like very much so. Uh, Bulkhead launches Prowl, who, you know, then he hits his jets, keeps flying a bit, and then he throws Bumblebee, who activates the rocket booster because he's going fast enough that it'll actually work, and that carries him into space. Yeah, like upper atmosphere. Uh, He tosses the Destronium, which explodes, and the shockwave knocks him back towards Earth. Mm -hmm. He's coming down, and he's coming in hot, and Prime's like, we gotta slow him down and cool him down, and fast. So Ratchet grabs him with the magnet beams, and Prime starts Hosing him down with something. Hey, he's hosing him down with his boulder glue gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just can't see the hose going off screen. Yeah, but yeah. But Bubbly finally gets to the ground, like his hands are all smoking and he's like completely charred. But he's fine. And he had a great time. And yeah, I finally went fast and he woohoo. And he that's his arc completed. Uh, we have a bit of a news uh, blip here. We were, were watching the news and the, the criminal known as Nanosec is now in custody. And he's like, he's going to die in two days. Why even bother? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but the Autobots all say, well, let's drive home. And Bumblebee and Sorry think they'll walk. This thing ages nanosec dramatically, but doesn't traveling at ludicrously high speed for a long period of time make you age more slowly? That's physics way over my head, but look up Scott Kelly, the astronaut, if you're bored. Anyway, what isn't physics way over my head is friction, specifically how friction generates heat. When things move very fast through air, the resulting friction generates heat. A lot of it. We see it with Bumblebee at the end of this one when he's coming back in. Anyway, average human running speed, even at the low side of it, is about six kilometers an hour. And this suit increases that by a thousand times. Man, that's faster than this SR-71 Blackbird. And that thing flew so goddamn fast, the engineers designed it with metal expanding due to high heat in mind. This guy would light on fire and burn to ashes before he went two blocks. And when they finally catch him near the end and Ratchet turns him upside down, the force of gravity alone makes his mask dare, I say, his hat fall off. How did his hat stay on, zooming around like that? And how the hell was he or Bumblebee navigating city streets and highways, engineered for vehicles traveling the speed limit, without flying through guardrails or buildings or out of the traffic? Where were the other cars on these roads? You notice that? They're the only ones in the world. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. The next episode Paul and I are going to review is Along Came a Spider. If you want to see a couple Little Miss Muffets, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at PMacPherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. And eat your curds and whey.